I'm going to open up a can of funny on your ass. <laughs> Welcome to the Wednesday Night Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Craig. I'm Joe. I am Jill. I'm Bill. This is Lori. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining us tonight on the Wednesday Night Podcast. We're doing it a little differently tonight. We are discussing a song, not a, a, an album, but uh, Jerry Rafferty uh, had a very popular song in the 1970s, uh, Baker Street. You might know it from the goodwill hunting violent uh, fight scene at the elementary school. Um, but uh, you may also know it just from AM radio. And it doesn't play on FM radio. It just doesn't play, right? Something, there's something weird about the frequency of the song. does not allow it to be played. It was one of my favorites. Because songs. it's fantastic. It was recorded at a uh, frequency that, um, that is so weird. you cannot play on FM no, radio. Wow, that's weird. It cancels out. It can't be modulated. So it's, uh, it's on the album City to City, but we don't really care about that. Uh, we could talk about our favorite cities. We could, but 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 let's not get distracted because we are always so laser focused. Uh, we're going to talk about squirrel. <laughs> we're going to talk about Baker Street, uh, which leads me to a question tonight for Jill. Uh, Jill, have you ever eaten anything that was baked? I certainly have, and I have baked things and then eaten them. Yeah, would you like to know a little history about baked goods? Yes. Please. So you put a you put a turkey in the oven. You bake that, right? Um, you put a turkey in the oven. It kind of looks like a turkey when you put it in, right? And it looks like a golden turkey when you bring it out. But you put batter into the oven, and it looks completely different when you take it out. Something magical happens inside. We could have a podcast dedicated just about. Cookies. Cookies. For example. What? Got your gas. Yeah, you got the convection oven. You got the gas. Wood. Uh, Toaster. Yeah, so you have these simple, simple, boring ingredients, right? You put them in and something magical happens. And it's only been going on for... 5,000 years. 5,000. <laughs> Give or take. No, five, exactly five. I looked it up before the uh, podcast. Since the uh, uh, ancient Persians, the, the, right? But so they made rugs, and then they and then they made baked goods. They made the rugs so they would have something to kneel on. Is that as before they were taking the baked goods out of the oven? Wow! Because the before that, they would sit on rocks. Fled yeah. Egypt, yeah, and baked the matzah like on the rocks. Yeah. And like on their backs as they fled. Uh, I don't think they could bake the matzah on their backs, but um, I don't think it was that hot. Okay. It was no. so hot. Uh, uh, but, but once. <laughs> How they, hot was it? Yeah. No. So, uh, so I have been fascinated with baked goods ever since I could eat them. 
And uh, and Jill, I'll go come back to my original question. Have you ever eaten a baked good? I have. Yeah. Would you please tell us all about it? I mean, Each one. Uh, where to begin? We could have books about it. Oh, you know what I was reading? And I know that you've made these. Um, I was reading that one of the first baked goods in the Mediterranean was the biscotti. Well... Funny you should mention that because I I bake a kind of a Jewish biscotti that's called Mandelbread. A biscotti. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's I'm fond of it. It's 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 quite good. Mandelbread, um, yeah. Mandelbrot. Do you, do you, and, do you do it with chocolate chips? Yeah, I do. Mm. And I remember um one time I was making it in my childhood home and my dad was in the kitchen and you know he was on the phone he was making a phone call which if you will recall back in the day the phone was like mounted on the wall yes and there was like a curly cord so he was like stuck there at the kitchen table so mandel bread is like a biscotti and you bake it twice you make the dough and then you bake it in a loaf and then you take it out and slice it into biscotti like pieces that's, and bake it some more. That's what biscotti means in Italian, baked twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did not know that. I just assumed it meant biscuit because that's what it sounds like. Yeah. And, and now you know. So stay here uh, on the podcast for more fascinating facts about baked goods. Right. So, uh, so my dad was telephoning one of his business partners, a man named Ernie Stone, and Ernie Stone's wife's name was Bernice. So I've got my back to him, and I'm scraping, trying to get this thing off the cookie sheet. It was, it was stuck to the pan. And behind me, my dad says, burn, because apparently Bernice had answered the phone. And I said, oh, no, it's just sticking to the pan. Oh. <laughs> I realized what had happened. And I, like, doubled over and couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. That's because it's like an episode of <laughs> I Love Lucy. Right. And that's how, that's basically, that wraps up my, my your, kitchen adventures your, right there. I'm pretty much a Lucy in the kitchen. Your but entire childhood. Yeah. Since you... you since you <laughs> proposed this topic, Chris, I did go ahead and bake that today. And for everybody, not all the listeners, but all the participants on the Zoom today oh. will be receiving the mandel bread. Oh, oh nice. ladies and gentlemen, it's let me describe right. this. This this looks this looks delicious. It, if uh, I wish you were all here to see it, it's oh the humanity. Uh, did anybody else bring a break? Uh, uh, bring a baked good to share with everybody. <laughs> Don't have a box of Twinkies here, but counts. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> no shelf stable. You know this Middle Eastern kind of uh, uh, theme here reminds me of a one of my favorite baking experiences. Well, first of all, I don't I don't bake that much. I'm not that much of a, a cook or a chef, but I am the breakfast guy in my house. And uh, that was that was uh, last week's podcast. Well, that was, oh, never mind. Okay, continue. Yeah. No, I was making. Yeah. Um, Joe, do you have something to share? <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch it. I'm going to get. I'm going to get explicit. <laughs> if you don't. <laughs> no. Explicitly baked. So explicitly baked. There's a band name. No. So I'm making uh, a, a pancakes for my family. This is maybe ten or fifteen years ago, and uh, 
And it's, uh, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to add a little cinnamon to the pancake batter. Yeah, just kind of spice them up a little bit. And so I reach in the cabinet and it's kind of dark. And I grab something that I thought said cinnamon. Uh-oh. And uh, Uh-oh. so we start eating and, uh, and there's a funny smell, a different smell, you know, not, not the usual breakfast kind of cinnamony sort of smell that I was hoping for. And turns out I had grabbed the cumin. Uh, oh, no. so there, yeah. It was like a Middle Eastern Indian savory, savory. Pancakes. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. well, maybe the maple syrup will cut it. Help. Oh, it didn't. Oh, it didn't. But we had a whole batch. Yeah, the nice yogurt sauce. Well, yogurt so, sauce. So, I know. I, I couldn't think of any way to save it. Maybe if you had some, like, some ground lamb. Like some gr- yeah, roll up some ground lamb. Uh, yeah, like, and just call them ground lamb roll-ups. Yeah, kind of put some ground spiced lamb inside the cumin pancakes. I'm sure your two little boys would have, would have really appreciated they that. Try, they, you know, bless them. They tried to be nice about it. It's okay, Dad. There's cereal in the cabinet. <laughs> Did they, did they ask for seconds? <laughs> they didn't. No, no, no. Like just the smell was enough to say uh, no thanks. Another magical experience uh, from from somewhat like baking, but uh, it doesn't fit into the. <laughs> I, isn't that Except, baking? No. I bake, yeah, I mean, but I mentioned that I bake my pancakes. Flour. I put them right in the oven. No, yeah. no, 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 it works. It works because you yeah. take, in my definition, uh, you, you know, you take a batter and you heat it and up. it changes. Uh, it looks very it different. Changes. It changes. It didn't look at all. It's yeah, it didn't look like a turkey right. at all. No. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, the difference between your pancakes, Craig, and um, like a cookie or something like that is that... Um, Cookies, did you know that cookies always follow the same ratios? So they're, they're two parts uh, flour, right? Uh, two parts- All cookies. Oh, yep, two, all parts, cookies. Two, two parts flour, two parts fat, and one part sugar. You wow. know, put in other ingredients, put in different types of sugar. Cumin. If you're you gonna, have some cranberries in your fridge right you know, now you're that gonna, are getting right, a little exactly. you're gonna get a, their prime. You're going to get a cookie. And it wasn't until like 100 years ago that people varied that and um, put in twice the amount of sugar as flour and got a brownie. That was the Persians. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they, were, they were big 200 years or 100 years ago. Yeah. And so, you know, you varied it just a little bit by putting in cumin instead of uh, something good. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you got a pancake. Guilty. <laughs> Still trying to get the smell out of the kitchen. Speaking of something good, <laughs> speaking of something good, I was, uh, when I was a little boy, my, my, fam- my father and I would go fishing every, almost every weekend in the summer uh and we would bring snacks and one time we were going down to our fishing place and and we drove past uh, an amish house and they had a bake sale out in front um and so we stopped and we and we bought uh like a pound cake or something like that i don't remember exactly what it was uh but it looked fantastic and tasted fantastic and sounds sat, really really wholesome and, and sat, well no not no whole, not wholesome at all uh because it sat in your chest it only made it down to about your sternum 
where it would then expand and and sit for three years. Uh, <laughs> trying to trying to kill the English. <laughs> right, right. It was the Amish attempt to take over the world uh, through bastards. <laughs> <laughs> really we're ca- that's it we're canceled last week last week, last week uh disney was suing us this week it's it's the amish didn't, didn't, didn't. Um, no i i love the amish and i love their baked goods uh except for this the, uh and their quilts and their rocking chairs but uh so so uh so it turns out that they uh they baked baked these uh you know I was I was talking about having uh um you know two parts flour two parts fat uh their parts of fat were lard oh yeah and mm. lard is a really yeah. heavy um what pig based fat um animal anyway yeah and yeah. um yeah. and that stuff just does not agree with me so uh so uh, this was the only snack that we had with us and you know you have to have snacks when you fish and so uh we went out and and we took the lard cakes with us and uh um eating the lard cakes and uh need something to wash it down right you gotta have like five gallons of milk for every every bite just to soothe soothe your esophagus milk is not a really popular thing to take out in a boat on a hot summer day so uh <laughs> so so we we took um what we thought was some bottles of sprite that that were in the back of the truck uh and probably had been there since you know 19, Persian times. 1962 before i was born uh and uh so we get out there and open up the you know eat the lard cake and have the sprite i'm getting hungry um, now (laughs) right and it turns out that the sprite was not a bottle of sprite but it was schweppes Mm. you know uh remember the schweppes company Uh, yeah ginger ale ale and whopper essence lemon bitters so not uh, sprite is that like a cocktail mixer? It is, it is something you put into your cocktail to make them bitter. Uh, yeah. And you just put a little bit in. You don't take a big swig you know, of it yeah. at, at sitting in the boat at about 80 degrees. Uh, so lard cakes, <laughs> pea-tasting uh, <laughs> beverage, uh and uh, and it really makes your day. Uh, I'd like to thank my dad, who I know is listening, uh, for that great experience. I'll never forget it. Wow! Oh, do you dunk the lard cakes in the lemon bitters? <laughs> is that is that? That's why they call it fishing and not having fun. <laughs> we 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 tried to use the lard cakes to uh, to to kill the fish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to stun them. <laughs> to stun them, yes. Uh, as they swam by. So, wow. uh, yeah. I think I graduated from college, Kuman Lardy. <laughs> oh, 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 yes, sir. Thank you very much and good night. <laughs> Joe, do you have a uh, do you have a baked good story for us? Oh. Uh, I'm thinking about the first time I baked was uh, for school, probably uh, Thanksgiving, uh, 
celebration and grammar school kind of thing. And my mom uh, talked me through making cornbread. And for many years, that was the only thing I ever cooked <laughs> was cornbread. <laughs> and, uh, you know, good stuff, very easy, uh, especially if you buy Jiffy. <laughs> Get them from the spots here. Now, are you are you known for that at your, you know, in your family? Or are they like, I hope Uncle Joe brings the cornbread? <laughs> no, I can't say that. I, no, <laughs> didn't make a, a appropriate tradition out of it. But uh, oh. I, I do buy and bring cornbread, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Connecticut <laughs> from Market Best for that one. <laughs> <laughs> this week's podcast is sponsored corn. by Market Basket. Yeah. Check out the lard sale at Market Basket this week, right next to the cornbread and cooking. <laughs> uh, Connecticut, but, isn't Connecticut uh, is the the cornbread state? Uh, yes, the, the nutmeg state. Oh, the nutmeg state, which is right. the do you I don't know if we talked baking. about that. Yes. Uh, did we talk about that on another podcast? I don't want to Maybe? repeat ourselves. I don't, I don't, <laughs> did, did you have something to do with nutmeg? Well, nutmeg in Connecticut was um, because the, there were a lot of scam artists in Connecticut that would make fake nutmeg out of wood and sell them <laughs> to people. <laughs> as nutmeg and and that's how we became the nutmeg state because we were exporting little circles little, little spheres of wood wow. for people to oh. grind into their eggnog so were you the holy were, crap were you the were you the uh at the receiving end of this scam or were you perpetrating the scam as connecticut yankees yeah uh, we, we were we were uh we were the scammers, not the scammies. Oh, <laughs> so you were you were taking your wooden your wooden faux nutmeg yeah. uh, to the other selling state. them abroad, yes. selling them to Massachusetts, <laughs> yep, in Vermont and on the unsuspecting locales. <laughs> <laughs> Because I had a feeling about that yeah. whole state of Connecticut. <laughs> to this day, you get balls of nutmeg, right? You can get balls of nutmeg, and then you shave them with the little tiny microplanes. I just get them in a little container, though. I can shake them out. <laughs> I get them in a plastic bottle at Market Basket. I have oh, not done Mar that. Oh, I, I, I can't stand nutmeg. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, Market Basket once again. We get ten. Craig, do you not? You don't want to have it sprinkled on top of your eggnog? No, I don't. No, I don't like eggnog. He only or likes he nutmeg. Only likes cumin. Yeah, just cumin. <laughs> I'd be. I'm, I'm become hooked on cumin. Cumin on the pancakes. Cumin on your pancakes. Cumin, in the cumin on your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> How about Bill and Lori? Any any baking uh, stories in your past or yeah, future? Besides homemade lard. Bill has a good baking story. He took a pie to Thanksgiving one year. <laughs> he can tell you all about what happened. I want to know. Well, I think what happened is I forgot forgot uh, the sweet ingredient, and it was a pumpkin pie. And they bit into it, and it didn't go over too well. And I'll never live it down. Uncle Every Bill with, with the pumpkin pie. And, and actually, I usually make a pretty good one. I just screwed up that day. And, uh, you know, it was damaging to my reputation as a baker. Yeah, <laughs> never to recover. Yeah, you make one. And that's the, and that's the 
that's the lesson that everybody should take away from this. If you're Amish or uh, if you're a pancake baker or um, a mandel bread burner, um, fake, you, uh, fake nutmeg you, maker selling to Connecticut. If you make one mistake, uh, that's it. That's how you're labeled. Yeah. Can I, can I, can I tell my other story that I was going to use after we say, after we say bye? Yeah, I, we've never done a story after we say bye. <laughs> Bonus track. All right. Say goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Night. Good night, Andrew. Good night, Andrew. Good night, Andrew. Oh, miss you. Where okay. is Andrew? All right, Jill, tell us your story. Okay, so I wasn't, I don't really have any good stories, but that, that one. Commando <laughs> <laughs> Breadwater was the best I could do. But another one that I thought of, which is also not a good story, is um, one time my family was on vacation. We were on, went on a road trip. And we drove to like um, Chincoteague, Virginia, and we stopped in Colonial Williamsburg. We stopped in Washington, D.C., and we were in Baltimore. We went to an Orioles game, and then the next morning we had to like drive you know, from Baltimore to like my mom's house in New Jersey. And we just wanted some breakfast. We didn't want to like sit down and eat breakfast. So we wanted to find a bakery where we could like grab something and go. And I said, Hey guys, this bakery, I'm looking at the Google and it says that is the place, the, where they have invented tiramisu. Wait a minute. Invented by this guy, an Italian guy who now lives in Baltimore. Oh, did he invite, did he invent it in Baltimore or? I think he might've invented it in Italy. To be, to be sure, if you do the research, there are many origin stories for tiramisu. So I don't know about the legitimacy of this claim, but at that time we were like, sure, let's check it out. Uh, There's a big, there's a big tunnel in Baltimore, isn't there? I don't know. Isn't there? Is there? Isn't there a big like right by the naval yards? You go into a huge, big tunnel. Right. Not part of my story. Uh, We were. We were. I'm just thinking that it might be a portal to uh, my house to Italy. 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 To Trevisone or wherever it's where. So we just were like, fine. We like tiramisu. We'll check this guy out. So we go there. And they have pictures all over. You know how sometimes people will have like celebrities who came to their establishment. Yeah. Did they have the project? (laughs) It was all Daniel Craig. It was all James Bond 007 Daniel Craig. All pictures of him. him. (laughs) Which is another of my the Casino Royale movies, like so good so um we were just like you know we got the tiramisu we got some other things it was all fine you know if you if you look at the internet you might read that it was actually owned by know, daniel craig uh <laughs> developed in a brothel in italy where they wanted the men to be able to revive themselves so they could go home and well that sounds fantastic great act Act normal in front of their wives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like the OG Viagra. Oh, um, just some tiramisu. Right? Those but, lady so fingers. anyway, we just were like, what's with Daniel Craig? And and so now my son Charlie, who is now almost he's like almost 16 years old, but you know, at the time, I don't know, he was younger. And he imitates this Italian baker lady saying, Daniel Craig, he's like family. So I don't know. I don't know. I think he just went there when he was maybe, I don't know, filming something in Baltimore and liked this 
heard about they the tiramisu story, yeah. right? He loves tiramisu, uh, and and sent them hundreds of pictures of himself, of himself, you know, yeah. to put up all over the 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 restaurant. It was like Daniel Craig wallpaper, which was just fine with me. <laughs> Craig, I th- I've been to your uh, bathroom. I, you have Daniel Craig up all over. That reminds me. I do. Of, yes. Uh, is yeah. that because your name is it Craig? Is, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's it's, huh. it's usually a variety of people, right? Like, so it's funny that oh, it's. Oh, you change it's, it? You you change I it? Did, it's, I did. I must have gone on Daniel Craig Day. You you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different celebrity every day. Yeah. <laughs> now it's so, Ethel, guys. Ethel from uh, I Love uh, Lucy. Yeah, yeah. from Ethel the Mertz. Yeah. Ethel Mertz. Yeah, Ethel Mertz. <laughs> I'm gonna stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, so I have a weird story. This is reminding me of something. Oh my is this, God, could, this could this be, be another be podcast? episode <laughs> podcast. Feel free to stop recording. Well, first of all, if, is it about cookies? Yeah, it's photographs. Well, maybe we could do a podcast on photographs. Oh, okay. so this could be a separate thing. But write that down. <laughs>